This is the Between You and Me podcast, a podcast of the KAXE Morning Show, bringing you the best of our morning programming. I'm Chelsea Perkins, news director at KAXE KBXE, and I am here with Tammy Bobrowski, who brings us our regular morning feature, What We're Reading. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Chelsea. So here we are again, sharing another What We're Reading with our Between You and Me audience. Today, we are talking about a book about writing. Yeah, and and of all things, this is from a famous historical fiction writer, so Ruta Sapetis. So the fact that she's so well-known for her novels and fiction, her doing a writer's guide is really interesting. I always think that those are probably the best people that should be writing books. You know, there's some where you read them and it feels like they're a professional writing coach, but I would almost rather learn from a writer. Right, and I think that's why this book is going to go over really well. So tell me about your conversation with her. What what stuck out to you about your, what were your biggest takeaways? Mm-hmm. So Ruta is, she's a, and she's a best-selling writer too, um, of books, of novels, Salt to the Sea, Fountains of Silence, and her latest one, I Must Betray You, uh, which I think won some awards. And I know that a lot of people I've talked to liked it a lot. And she... she said that she wanted to write this because she's had so many people come up to her and contact her and say, how are you? How do you write these stories? How do you write such vivid, poignant stories about these people? And she wanted to write a guide to help people write their own stories. And basically, a lot of how she writes her books is by interviewing people, taking a real life um, historical moment in time, and then interviewing people who were part of that to get their stories. So she thought she could kind of parlay that into a book to help people tell their their own stories. Now the 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 book talks a lot about memory and and how to incorporate that into your writing. And memory is such an interesting thing mm. because really it's like ephemeral kind of um and and so I'm I'm curious what she had to say about that that stuck out to you. So the book more so has uh different writing prompts and writing exercises where she asks people to sit down and think about a time, think about a place, think about a person, and really kind of expand on that. The memory part, I think, that was most interesting to me is how, as she was writing this book, she was kind of writing stories from her own past to use as examples. And she says in the interview that when she started thinking about these moments, even if they were uncomfortable moments, it helped her to kind of um, revisit those and then realize, oh, maybe I don't feel as bad about those moments now that time has passed and I'm thinking about it with a clearer head. So memory comes into play really nicely with that uh, and, and the, the stories that she wrote for this book. Now, you um, obviously are a big reader. Uh, when you read a book like this, does that make you feel like maybe I could write my own book? That's a good question because I in the interview, I we talk about how um, I'm not a writer and I don't really feel like I would ever want to write my own book and but I want other people to write their own stories so I hope that this book is helpful for that Um, but what I really enjoyed personally about this book is are her stories uh, the stories that she wrote about her 
working in the music business, the story she wrote about her parents. I even suggested that we need to have a book just about her parents because they seem to have lived a really interesting life and have been a huge influence on her. So I really got out of this book um, more so the stories that she told than, than the than the desire to tell my own story, but that's just me. I think this book is going to be really wonderful for people who might want to think about writing their own memoir or writing a story about something in their past. Coming up, a recent conversation that Tammy had about the book You, the Story, a writer's guide to craft through memory. You're internationally known as a writer of historical fiction books, enjoyed by readers of all ages, and now you've just published a book about writing. It's You, the Story. What inspired you to take a pause on historical fiction writing and write a book about writing? First of all, um, just the circumstances. My historical fiction requires that I travel um, to these international locations. And when the pandemic arrived, I was grounded. And I had just come off of a tour for um, my book at the time, The Fountains of Silence, This because so, this was in early 2020. And on that tour, so many people asked me, how is it that you do what you do? And, and I really believe that the building blocks of story are within our own life experience. And I had interviewed so many people for my books and built the books from those foundational elements of their own life. So I decided to begin writing a, a how-to to encourage people to reflect on you know, their own memories. Even if, if they're not a storyteller, they still have a story. And I want to help them recognize and, and reflect upon that story. So let's take a step back in time. How did you get your start in writing? Well, my start, I knew that I wanted to uh, be a writer when I was in third grade. I read James and the Giant Peach by Roald Dahl, and that book just, it made the world less lonely for me and showed me how powerful books and, and writing can be. And so I wrote my first book in third grade, did not uh, end well. It was an epic failure. The parents of my friends did not appreciate this book, thought it was highly inappropriate, and that, you know, those bad reviews from the parents, it stole my courage. And so I didn't write another book for over 20 years. Instead, I worked in the music business and I was helping artists and musicians and songwriters tell stories, but through three or four minutes songs. And so it, I went from my, my book failure to the music business and then came back to writing. Throughout the book, you have some short stories that you drew on from your own life to illustrate some of the methods and points and strategies that you talk about uh, in the various chapters. And it seems like these are things you wrote specifically for this book. And these weren't really stories that you kind of had banked up from previously. So in a way you were writing stories uh, as you were writing this book on writing. Can you talk about how you created these stories and how you decided to plug them into the book. Yes. From being on tour for my novels, I have noticed that when we do share our stories, even let's say at a book event in an audience where someone shares a story, we suddenly have a better understanding of that person. And so I used that in this book and decided, yes, I was going to take the vulnerable 
task, if you will, of sharing some of my own stories to illustrate these um, elements and components of stories, such as plot. And so, yes, as I was uh, writing and putting together the structure for the book, I was then trying to think of stories in my own life that reflected those elements. And Tammy, they came so quickly. I was so shocked how quickly, and I had so many more. And once you open the door to memory, so many things were flooding back to me. And so although it was a bit of a vulnerable exercise, yes, it was um, It was interesting in the fact that things that I once considered really difficult or terrible, you know, something that happened to me when I was a teenager or that I considered so dramatic, now with a buffer of time, I was laughing. And that told me that it was not only a deeply lived experience, but also maybe a healed experience. So it was a good exercise for me, for sure. Your parents were highlighted in, in your book quite often, and they just sound like such interesting people. <laughs> um, from the hardships they experienced early in their lives to the eclectic home that they created for you and your your family, uh, to the advice and lessons that they imparted to you, I would actually have loved to read a book about them, <laughs> about their lives. Um, were they supportive of your career change from, you know, music business to writing fiction? Yes. And if, if anyone listening, um, you know, is the child of immigrants, you might understand that, uh, at least in our household, anything was possible. My parents had overcome such adversity and felt that the United States was, you know, was truly this land of opportunity. I think I could have told my parents that I wanted to be a nude astronaut and they would say, okay, it's America. You can do this. Let's, you, ha you, ha you have to get an education. That was always the, you know, you have to get an education, but you can do this. And, and I don't take that for granted. When I, first of all, after college, I told my parents I wanted to be a rock and roll manager and move to Hollywood. And my dad grabbed the yellow legal pad and said, great, let's make a plan. I mean, that this insanity who encourages their daughter to venture out into the cesspool of rock and roll with no experience and no money, mind you. And so when I said that I was, you know, going to transition, I was going to make a move from telling stories through music to writing. They were really encouraging. And, uh, and again, how can you study this? Uh, and what do you need to do? How can you prepare yourself? It was all about the plan and preparation. But thank you for commenting on that be about my parents, because I do believe they could have a book of their own. I mean, they were eccentric <laughs> in the best of ways, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, you know, I think that gave me a curiosity. Maybe some people listening, maybe they had eccentric parents or have eccentric family members. I never believe people when they say, well, my family, no, they're kind of, there's nothing, nothing interesting. No, there's always something interesting about our families. We're talking with best-selling historical fiction writer Ruda Sapetis here on What We're Reading. Ruda's new book is a work of nonfiction. She's written a book about writing. It's called You, the Story, A Writer's Guide to Craft Through Memory. Reading some of your personal, these personal stories you included in the book, I think it's clear to me that you've lived a really interesting life comparatively compared to me. 
and we're, we're talking about this, how people don't really believe that their lives are that interesting. Um, what do you say to an aspiring writer who doesn't feel like they have any interesting life experiences to draw from? I would say that writing well or putting yourself into any creative project and, and doing it well is less about your experience. It's less about where you've traveled or what you've seen or, or if you've had interesting jobs. It's more about your emotions and feelings and how you infuse that into the project. Um, and if, if done well, and if the emotions are, are really um, included, a kid who grew up in Paris, Tennessee is way more interesting than a suburban girl who took a trip to, to Paris, France. And so I would tell them that if they've, if they've felt deeply, they've lived deeply. And they're a, a courageous person of deep experience and they have something to write about. They've got those um, tools in their toolkit to be a writer. Uh, that's what I would say. I love that you talk about reading as an essential part of writing. Uh, but I've always felt that writers are so busy with writing. And this is probably my own misperceptions. Um, busy enough that they don't have much time to read. Can you set me straight on that? For me, reading uh, is not only instructive and something that I think is necessary. For me, it's a true joy. If I have the chance to watch TV for 30 minutes or read for 30 minutes, I will absolutely read. And for me, if a book comes out by an author you know, who I adore, I actually carve out a big chunk of time. So I can sit down and hopefully read that book in one or two sittings um, instead of just reading you know, a chapter at, at night. For me, it's a big part of my life and my process. And so for me, I make time for that. So you, the story, this is your new book, is being released during a time when we're hearing about an alarming amount of banned books in the country. What advice do you have for writers who might be apprehensive about telling their stories now? I think that we need stories now, these stories now, more than ever. And especially because we're also experiencing not only this, this time of, of book bans and, and limiting of freedom of, of expression, which if you're familiar with my novels, you know they're on communism and fascism, and and I'm horribly biased because uh, being the daughter of a victim of communism, I'm I'm you know I do not believe in the banning uh, of of books. But what we're also experiencing is a crisis of communication. In recent years, we have lost the ability for civil discourse, and um, book discussions can be the best discussions. So I don't want people to shy away thinking, oh my goodness, um, I can't write this book because it, it might be banned or the topic is something that you know might be controversial. If, if you don't write that book, you might be denying a reader the ability to use the greatest gifts they have as human beings, empathy and compassion, perspective, to look through someone else's eyes and consider their heart. And what I would also say is when the, if the opportunity presents itself, take those conversations about books 
from a large scale format, definitely take them offline, step away from the screen and bring them back into a small group discussion or community discussion. Um, these are considered uh, wedge issues. And recently um, when I was at a, a, an event, a community said, we were presented that this is a wedge issue. And they said, what we're being told is that someone is intentionally trying to divide our community. And this happened to be in Kentucky. And they said, we have tornadoes, we have floods, we just went through a pandemic. We need each other. We can't allow someone to intentionally wedge us or, or a legislation to, to wedge us. And so again, do not shy, shy away from it. This is one of the cornerstones of our democracy, right? Of our First Amendment rights, you know, freedom of speech and freedom to assemble and freedom to petition the government. So don't shy away from it. I say lean into it. Ruta Sepetti's new book is You, the Story, a writer's guide to craft through memory. It's what we're reading. I'm Tammy Bobrowski. Thanks for listening to the Between You and Me podcast on KAXE, made possible by the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota, with music by Sam Milton. Mm -hmm.